Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Space Social Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Crump, and I am recording this while laying in bed. <laughs> I My son has a little cold. It's not corona, but my son has a little cold, and I'm getting it, <laughs> and it really sucks. So I'm just laying in bed making sure that you all have a podcast today. So I have some housekeeping things to go over before we get into the podcast. So first off, the real deal, the strategy call, and the Instagram audit, um, if you sign up for any of those through this week, half of the proceeds will be going to the Mutual Aid Fund in Houston to help with what's going on in um in Texas right now. It's really unfortunate. I I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. Um I'm assuming I haven't. I served a Mormon mission in Houston seven years ago. And it was a great experience. I this is a this is the part I don't want to ooh, I don't identify as Mormon anymore. So sometimes I don't outright say I served a Mormon mission, but I did, and I had a really good time. It's where I met my husband, so I really love Houston. I love the people there, and I, I they, they are always going through something like this. When I was there, they were still talking about Katrina and I think Irma, and, you know, we just don't... I'm in Vegas, and I'm from, from Salt Lake. We've just never had anything in those areas that just can... You know, it's a natural disaster that you have no, no control over, and I just want to make sure people are helped in any little way that we can help them. So if you've considered getting any of those, I would love to do that for you this week. And I also will send you proof that I sent it to that to the mutual aid fund as well, because I want you to have proof that I mean it. <laughs> All right. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about is group coaching. So I officially publicly launched group coaching this last Sunday. So I am seriously so excited. I've never done group coaching before. I have a few one-on-one clients, obviously, but I wanted to make something that was a little bit more accessible to everyone. So I decided to do group coaching. And I also, I know I talked about this on my Instagram, but I felt like something was missing. And one day, (laughs) so I sometimes go to the Bellagio with my son. We'll try and go on days where there's not a ton of people, you know, because of Corona and they have like, they have great, um, social distancing practices in place. So we feel safe, but it's just like a very magical place for me. And one day I was there with my family and I was just thinking like something is missing. And I realized I need to do group coaching. I need to make something that's accessible. I need to make something if somebody wants more of like a team effort than one-on-one. Um, I need, I can't bring the prices down of my one-on-one, but I can make, I can bring prices lower for, um, for the group coaching because there's multiple people so I can, you know, make it more accessible. So what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about strategy. We're going to talk about social media. We're going to talk about authenticity. We're going to talk about how to create content that sells. We're going to talk about how to make sales. We're going to talk about video content. We're going to talk about email marketing. Those are just some of the things we'll be going, you'll be getting like homework and worksheets. Um, you're going to be kept accountable. We're going to have a group chat and all of the women who have signed up so far. So when I pictured this, I want something that was really important for me because I'm not letting just like any, I wouldn't just let anyone sign up. Like they have to have a zoom call with me and 
the people that have signed up are very like inclusive, positive women so far. And obviously they always will be, (laughs) but that was really important for me that I wanted people who wanted success of other people as much as I do. So I've, I've seen that in the women who have signed up. I'm so excited for everyone else who signs up. If you've been thinking about it, seriously, pull the trigger. We're starting on March 4th. It'll be for six months. It's 222 a month which is such a great price. And if you pay up front, you get a month off. So I have some, those are amazing deals in my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, I am so excited for that. And I I don't know if I'll say this on any other platform except for this. I do want to open this every three months, um, I think. <laughs> As of right now, I want to open this every three months. I don't know if I'm going to do it for that price ever again. Like I feel like 222 is so low, but it's the first time I've done it. So I want to make it, I don't know, like it's kind of testing. So I feel like I can make it cheaper, even though I do know what the heck I'm talking about. So if you've thought of getting in on this, you, this is going to be great. Like seriously, all of my one-on-one clients are making six figures a year. Like these are the things I'll be teaching in that. I want everyone to be making as much money, doing as little as possible. That's literally what I want. Like I want you to be doing things kind like sometimes the things I do, I feel like I put in a few good hours and then I make really great money. And I love that. And I want to show, I want to show and tell people how I do that. I'm, and I'm so excited. Also, one more thing before I get into this. About a month ago, I posted on my Instagram story how I cry every single time I'm at the at the DMV, and I literally got so many responses, and I still have people to this day who message me, and they're like, I'm at the DMV, and I cried. <laughs> so I, I want to talk a little bit about my DMV crying story before I get into the meat of this. So if you want to skip forward a couple minutes, you can, but if you want a funny story, you can stick around here. So... Fun fact, I did not take my husband's last name when we got married, nor will I ever. I will never, ever do that. (laughs) I feel very, very strongly about that. And our son actually has a hyphenated last name as well, because a lot of people get really concerned about what our child's last name is. People People who did not conceive the child get very concerned about his last name. So I go to the DMV. Our, we have two cars. One of them is under both of our names, obviously. And then the other one is under Vincent's name because we bought it a few days before we get married. I have no idea why it's not under both of ours. I do know why, but I'm not going to share it. <laughs> so um, I go to the DMV because, let's see, a year or so ago, my husband lost our debit card. No big deal. We canceled it. So unbeknownst to us, um, our our um, insurance gets taken out of that card and not like our bank account. So they did not contact us or they said they did. I did not ever receive contact from them. They said, we contacted you, your insurance lapsed because you didn't pay for 60 days. So basically, I think it was like $1,500 later, we were able to fix that. We were driving with suspended registration for nine months and just nobody thought to let us know. I mean, honestly, thank God it was during Corona because we weren't really driving anywhere. But honestly, that was so scary. Like when we figured that out, I like literally pooped my pants, 
couldn't believe that. That's very much not like my husband and I. We're very, like, I like to think we're really outstanding citizens. Like, we try and, like, really keep the laws because, I mean, it's kind of easy to just, like, pay for your registration. When it comes around, it's just, like, you know it's coming. Anyways, so we finally figure this out. And then we, after we pay these huge fees, we go to get my car registered we register the car and we never get the sticker. We never get the dang sticker. So technically it's paid for. We never got the sticker. So on my birthday, <laughs> I made an appointment to go to the DMV. The next appointment they had was the end of January. I'm like, honestly, whatever. Like it is what it is. So I make the appointment. Comes January comes. I go to the appointment. There is a line wrapping around the DMV of people who are just waiting for people to miss their appointments. Everybody is glaring at me when I'm walking in because I'm sure they've been waiting in line all day and they're like, why does this bitch get to go to the front? Well, this bitch made an appointment uh, two months ago. So that's what she did. So I get to go in. I go in and I'm trying. I'm like, hey, I never got the sticker. Like, I just don't want to get pulled over even though I know it's legit. And they're like, well, you cannot um, do this because the car is only under uh, your husband's name. And since you don't have the same last name, we can't really prove that you're together. And you can come back later and we can figure this out. You can make an appointment. Well, appointments are now out till April or May right now. And I literally like, I think this poor man could tell I was like going to break down. And he was like, okay, I'm going to give you a really special card. It says you can come back in an hour. I need you to come back with your spouse or with these papers signed. So I literally like bust my ass home. Sorry, I'm like swearing. I feel like I'm a lot more comfortable (laughs) with you guys, with y'all now. So I bust my ass home, get him to sign this. I'm like crying the whole way. Like I hate the patriarchy. Why can't people just accept that people don't have the same last names? It's really not that big of a deal. Anyways, I am telling you that story because first off, we finally got it figured out only like thousands of dollars later because I had to pay for my, yeah, I, oh my gosh, I had to pay for other things. Anyways, I hate the patriarchy <laughs> first off and also I hate the DMV and maybe I'll title this, I hate the patriarchy and the DMV, but I wanted to talk about SEOs today so people aren't going to understand that. Um, yeah, I just wanted to share that little story that you totally did not ask for. Um, because so many people messaged me about the DMV. So there you go. Well, I wanted to talk about SEOs today. So initially I recorded an episode where I talked about work horror stories and I recorded it and I was going to release it to, um, today and it just didn't feel right. I was like, this is a bonus episode. This isn't a weekly episode. So I'm going to release that sometime as a bonus episode. So I was trying to figure out what I should talk about. And I wanted to talk about SEOs. I don't know why I had like almost forgotten about SEOs. Like I haven't, but I just feel like I haven't talked about them as much as I want to. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. I'm going to talk about how to use SEOs, how to incorporate it, what it means. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. So basically you can put together... You have certain keywords that if you use, if someone searches them, it's going to boost you in the search, if that makes sense. So like, so for example, in my, I have a blog, which by the, you know, we'll get into it. We'll get into that in a second. I have a blog and I like to use certain keywords like email marketing or email strategy. Just those are kind of a couple of examples. 
And what happens is if someone's Googling, like, how do I make an email strategy? Maybe my blog will pop up. You know, it'll, it might pop up higher than other blogs may pop up and it'll bring, um, it'll bring traffic to my website. So they're really beneficial to use really detailed phrases because sometimes people Google really detailed phrases and you want yourself to pop up sooner than a competitor, for example. So I actually was initially attracted to marketing because SEOs fascinated me so much. Like I thought it was so cool that I could, it it was like a puzzle to me. Like I could figure out a certain combination of words to really bring people to somebody's website and not just like, I just love that. I just love, I love that so much. Like, I think it is so cool to figure out what those keywords are to constantly be like, it just feels like a never ending puzzle. Like I know when you finish a puzzle, it's really satisfying, but this is also a satisfying never ending puzzle. (laughs) So I worked when I first started working for a company I talked about in the first podcast. I'm not going to talk about them because they really sucked. But when I first start, when I first started working in marketing, I worked for a company and a lot of my job was to keep us on the top three of the SEO of like the searches. So we call those the big three. We specialized in X, Y, and Z. So if somebody searched us X, Y, and Z in Las Vegas, I wanted to be one of the top three companies that popped up. So that is like, that was my biggest goal. And I was so good at it. I loved it. I lived for it. It was my favorite ever. (laughs) I think I've made that pretty clear, right? So what I want to tell everyone today is I'm sure all of you have a website or most of you are planning on getting a website, right? We talked about that last week, but on your website, you need a blog. And a lot of the times people are like, who's reading blogs? Well, yeah, that's a great question. Who is reading blogs? I don't really read a ton of blogs anymore, but they're still so beneficial and it's because of SEOs. So I'm going to explain it. So let's go with email marketing. I've been talking about that a little bit and I know I have a blog on it. So I have a little blog um, and it, the topic is about email marketing, why it's important, strategy, blah, blah, blah. But I use certain words in there like, like I said earlier, email marketing, email strategy, um, social media, like the, those are very generic, but you use kind of words like that that are around your business. So what happens is the search engines will see that you're using these words and they're going to boost you. So people are more likely to find you. So I need everyone to commit to writing on their blog once a week. I know that's so much. That was, (laughs) oh my gosh. I am like, I literally told you I was feeling sick, but I feel so hyper right now. I haven't even taken any medicine. I mean, I've had some caffeine, but oh my gosh. So the reason why you need to commit to writing a blog weekly is because it's constantly going to boost your SEO And that's what you want. Like you want to be above your competitors. You want to be at the top of this. And for me, for social media, I feel like that's so hard to like get really high up there. So that's why you need to be using really specific phrases because sometimes people will literally Google something specific. So last week I told you all I spent 1500, I invested $1,500 to get my business started. So that would be like a great title. Like I, how much money I spent to get my business started and then putting that in. Actually, I'm probably going to go and do, (laughs) I'm probably going to go do one about that now. But the more specific, the better, just because 
as time has gone on, more people are getting onto this. But also, I'm going to be honest with you. Some people really have let go of this. Like some people don't prioritize their SEO anymore. And it's so detrimental because it doesn't help your website. Like the more keywords you have floating around your website, the better. Like there's nothing you're losing, right? Like it's only good for you. So you need to commit to writing. I Like every company I've worked with, I always am saying we're doing a blog a week minimum. If I hear people say less, I think it's very suspicious, to be honest. Like I, my company, we had... So there was another, the last company I worked for before Corona, they were working with a company that we ended up having to let go because they were very, they, basically my bosses hadn't paid attention to them for like 15 months. I come in, the day I come in, I'm like, there are some things really not adding up and I can see that right off the bat. Anyways, this company was writing like two blogs a month for this company and they were writing the same blog. They were literally writing, they did it for the same type of business, it was, a, I don't know if I should say, I won't say. It was like a specific healthcare business. And they were doing this for many other of the same companies. Like they specialized in this. But what was happening is they were basically blasting the same blog out and just tweaking little words here and there, not keywords, like tweaking little words. Like, you know, when you're writing an essay for school and they're like, you need 500 words and you just fill in all the fluff. Like kind of like they were switching the fluff words out, not like the meat of it. So they were doing like, where I was going with this is they were only doing like two a month and they're like, this is, no, this is good for your SEOs, but they're posting it over a million other people's websites, just changing the words a little bit. So who is that helping? It looks like it's a bot. And so how is that helping? So what I'm, another thing, please don't go copy and paste other people's work. That's plagiarism. (laughs) But when you're writing this, you know, you want to be, you don't want it to seem like everyone else's because then it's going to obviously be like, hey, like you're a bot and we're not going to push people to your website because we've seen this exact same article on 50 other healthcare providers' websites. So that obviously makes sense, right? Like the internet is smart. (laughs) what is there like an internet god like who's in charge of all this i don't know anyways the internet god knows (laughs) oh my gosh should i title my episode that i am having so much fun right now anyways (laughs) so make sure you're using keywords make sure you're not posting the same thing other people are posting you know make sure it's like how you speak as well so Like I said, I would really suggest doing four four months, so once a week. And it can be, it doesn't have to be crazy. Like, honestly, this doesn't need to be Emily format, Emily format, APA format, thousand words. Like, it doesn't need to be that. If this overwhelms you, just do like a couple hundred words. Like, no big deal. Just the fact that you're trying is good. But like, use keywords. So let's say... You're a photographer here in Las Vegas. So you're going to say like Las Vegas photographer. Like, do you have a style like modern, vintage, like kind of things like that. You need to be using those and tying them in and then like tagging, talking about places you're shooting like that would help too. So if you're going to shoot, like, let's say Las Ve- you're a Las Vegas photographer who shoots, whose style is like more modern and you're shooting it, um, seven magic mountain, like that would be great. 
Like that's very detailed. Those are great keywords. So just tweak that for however you, whatever your industry is. So for me, like, I I mean, I have clients all over the world, but I could say something like Las Vegas based, um, social media strategist, like that's a keyword, even though I do a lot more than social media strategy, like social media strategist. And I'm going to talk about how to make a podcast, you know, just something that's kind of specific, but also is going to lead people because maybe someone like my photography example, maybe someone wants to see, like, I want to look up inspiration for a photo shoot at seven magic mountain and boom, you're going to pop up. So super, super easy. Once you kind of get the hang of it, I would also suggest writing down keywords. So if you've used certain keywords, I would maybe have like a bank of 50 or so. I like to send my clients about 50 or so keywords. Um, Yeah, it's super, super easy. But also, but also another thing I want to talk about is Pinterest. (laughs) You guys, I'm totally normal right now. So right now, Pinterest is pushing keywords. They're not pushing hashtags anymore. In fact, do not post hashtags anymore on Pinterest. Just use keywords. They're really promoting keywords that, like I said earlier, like Las Vegas photographer, modern style at Seven Magic Mountain. Um, Yeah, posting something like that on Pinterest would really boost you. So make sure you have these keywords. If you need help... I think your best option is going to be a strategy call with me or signing up for group coaching. But if you like, let's say you're like, I am so stumped at this, Jordan, seriously, fill out a form. We're going to get on a strategy call and I'm going to help you. We're going to figure this out together. So I think that's everything for this week. I know I've been a little hyper. I appreciate you listening all the way through. Um, Sign up for group coaching if you haven't. I am seriously so excited. Like I couldn't be more excited about group coaching. And I think that's everything. If you could subscribe to this, if you could review this, if you could share this with your friends, anyone who you think could benefit from this, I would much appreciate that. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.